AFLW, who watches it? Me. The more they play, the better it gets. The AFLW show. This AFLW show will be better than any other AFLW show there is. We will talk the truth. We will give all the reviews and previews of the rounds just gone and upcoming. We will talk about any topical conversations on this show. It's a show for the people. This is the AFLW show and it starts right now. Yes, no. Hold it, King. Come on, North. 15, 20 seconds left. It's in there 50. They shouldn't get it down the other end. Someone's free. Boo! Yes! Kangaroos are in the final. Up the fucking Kangas. Look at this. <laughs> the Kangas have done it. The grand final will be here next week. Icon Park, North Melbourne, and the Brisbane Lions next Sunday up the Kangas. How good. Again, well done, yeah, Bruce Martin, Ferguson, Wright, Gat, O'Shea, Garner, Randall, Riddell, Sheila, O'Loughlin, to a granny up the Kangas. Yeah, how good! There you go, look at that. They can't believe it, Martin, O'Shea, and Gat. Love it. So good. Look at all these scenes. How good are they? Ballaretti and Sheila. Hard break for the crows. But what happened to the crows? To the roots. Hello everyone and welcome to the AFLW show. I'm your host Cooper, the sole admin of AFL information, trade rooms and results. And wow, the clip you saw, the Kangas are into their first ever AFLW grand finals. Congratulations to them for getting there. But they've got one more job to do and that is get the win on Sunday, 2.30pm Victorian time at Icon Park against the Brisbane Lions. And that's going to be a tough one. Um, but we're going to get to that grand final in full detail a bit different to how I detail other games. I'm going to do a bit more of an advanced look into the game purely for the fact that there's only one game left in the inaugural or in this AFW season in the inaugural Scoops AFW shows. Let's get right into it all. We'll go through the preliminary finals as well. Um, and then we'll also do Scoops shows bang and it's going to be a big one. I'm going to cover some other news topics as well. We'll start off with this. 
you want me on Cameo at cameo.com forward slash Cooper G. Want me to roast a friend with someone happy birthday? Anything at all, cameo.com forward slash Cooper G. Smash the like button, subscribe if you haven't already. On the road to 3K subscribers, about 600 away. So smash the sub button. Get there quicker, the better. And I would greatly appreciate it. If you're watching this and you're not subscribed, like, come on, do better. Subscribe. Please and thank you. All right. I cannot stress enough that this episode will be a big one. And Scrooge goes bang on the AFLW show last week was the biggest. Um, this might not be the best, but it might compete. We're also going to go through some news. The AFLW awards is tonight. Obviously, my scoops AFLW awards that I did with Sydney Young Star defender Brenna Tarrant, BT, on that night, I re- we revealed my re- winners for those awards. So for the for the All-Australian team I put on the show, um, my rising star winner was a three-way tie with Ella Roberts from the Eagles, Zali Goldsworth for the Giants, and Swan Young Gun Ruckman, Ali Morford, who missed the last three games of her wrist injury, the last three home and away games and the finals. Um, so, yeah, we're going to... And Jasmine Garner obviously won the inaugural Scoops AFLW medal by one vote. Had a Mon Conti and Ebony Marinoff. Astra Dell was around the mark as well. Charlie Rowbottom had she not got suspended, um, injured in the last game of the home and away, since she could have won the medal. And obviously, Maddie Pasparkas was up there, and Claudia Whitford as well, and a bunch of other names that were up there, Kate Hall, etc. So, whoever who will win the 2023 AFLW Awards tonight? Pretty much right after this episode, so that'll be on right after this um, on Fox. So, also, yeah, so that Jazz Garner was my prediction, and, I mean, it could go to anyone. Laura Garner, the other one, the Swans gun. Um, the Australian team will be revealed on that show. The Rising Star win will be revealed on that, the AFW Awards on Fox tonight. So, hopefully, let's, let's see how many predictions I can get right. See how I went in my Australian team. We know how rigged it is. The Australian team squad that they revealed. No BT, Brenna Tarrant. No Ella Roberts. I just can't take that squad seriously. But congratulations to whoever who does get in there. But to the AFLW people that made the choices of the squad, it's just ridiculous. Sorry. Um, now, also, some I will be some news. I will be continuing this show next week to wrap up. The grand final, do, do some season reviews more than likely, do some trade news talk, um, and there'll be some videos throughout the um, draft and trade for the AFW. I will be covering the AFW trade period and the AFW draft, so it's still going to be AFW content, and there'll still be um, some other videos around that as well. But some big news I want to mention: some trade news off the top that Ali Morfitt has rejected rival offers, in particular the Bulldogs, and has signed a four-year deal extension with the Swans. Well, under Morph, and that, that's a huge, huge signing for the Swans. Um, what's not good for the Bulldogs is Gabrielle Newton has requested a trade to the Fremantle Football Club. Fremantle are also trying to poach Ash Brazil from the Pies. So that's some AFW trade news talk there. Um, obviously, Elise Parker is weighing up her options as well. St Kilda should throw... They're having the basket to try and get Elise Parker, a gun mid in the prime of her career, to get her in right now. And she's only like 23 years old. So get her in now, Saints. Do your work. Um, and there's a few little rumblings I'm hearing about some players. But um, 
I can't say nothing at the moment. Okay. Alrighty. It is time. Oh, and also, if you know any AFRW players or up-and-coming draftees and you would love to see them on the podcast, I've done many goal-kicking challenges and interviews. I've done seven interviews last week. If six of them with draftees and one with new Swan, Holly Cooper. So if you haven't checked any of those seven interviews, go and check them out. We'll greatly appreciate it. The AFRW vlog from yesterday, go and check that out. Here's some of the photos I had yesterday uh, with Neve Martin from the Ruse. Great to see her story. Been coming from Ireland. In August, I think it was, a month before the season starts or two. And to play now, her debut game is play Lady Island Street. And then to play six games in a row since. And she's going to be going heading into her grand final. This photo of Jazz Ferguson, a reliable defender for the Roos in the Australian squad as well. And Lulu Puller, a young star for the North Melbourne Football Club. I had other photos as well. I met Neve Kelly from the Crows, Ebony Marinoff from the Crows, and obviously Tess Craven from the Roos. So thank you, every single one of them. Well, their time and chat was greatly appreciated. All right, and there's a photo that I used as the post yesterday on the Facebook post and is the post. So look at that. You can see in the shot how excited some of the North girls are. You see Neve Martin jumping up down with Kayla Gatt and her fellow Irish woman, uh, Erica O'Shea. See Emma Carney and Sarah Wright. See Jess Ferguson and Talia Randall. So it's, it's just good scenes. And if you haven't checked, the full three-minute, last three minutes footage, it's on the Instagram and Facebook pages in short, plus the post-match celebrations. Uh, but if you want to see the entire vlog, it's on the channel. So the link will be down below. So if not, go check the most recent videos. It's a preliminary final vlog. I would greatly appreciate it. All righty. It is time. Oh, it's time for the world-famous segment, Scoops Goes Bang. Well, you know, in any show I run, episode podcast it was the aflw show or kick it to scoops the umpiring always and i mean basically always features in this segment every week and they're going to continue to be brought up every bloody episode in this segment if they continue to be crap and this week you would have thought it's the best of the best umpiring in the prelim right in both prelims right the umpiring was utterly ridiculous in both games. If you go watch my vlog from yesterday alone in the North game, there was like, I don't know, maybe eight times I'm going, gee, wow, oh, okay. That's off the top of my head. There's probably more than that. Then the Geelong-Brisbane game, there was some dodgy umpiring in that as well. But I don't know how much I can say about it again. Absolutely disgraceful. It is costing team games, costing teams finals. It's costing teams chances to play finals. It's just costing teams in general. And even if it's not costing anyone, it's the integrity part. Yeah, there's always an error. But this amount of errors week in and week out is absolutely useless. Disgraceful. And I know a lot of people don't like the umpiring, and I don't blame you. I don't like the standard of how they run the umpires as well. They should be held accountable like AFL and AFLW plays are. If they play bad, they get dropped. Same should run for the AFLW umpires in this case. So lift your game. If they get a grand final this week, none of those umpires from these two games should be up only in the grand final. But unfortunately, probably all of the umpires in the grand final will be from, from these two games. 
which shouldn't be the case. But someone's going to get handed a gig. I'd be surprised if it's someone out of the ones that are not in the prelims. But to those people, lift your game. Pathetic. Hope you guys and girls enjoy that short edition of the world famous segment. Scoops goes bang. Alrighty, let's go review those preliminary finals. And uh, it was an interesting. Both games were close, and that's and that's what you want, right? You want close games. You don't want blowouts, which you've seen in some of the qualifying and semi-finals. But you didn't get it here. So I'm going through the first game, and it was Brisbane and Geelong. And uh, Geelong could say that they did a good job, and they did. But unfortunately for them, it wasn't good enough. Just fell short. Now, one thing I was surprised, why did Nina, Mor- did Nina Morrison get a free at the very end of that game against Brisbane? And albeit... It would have been highly unlikely. She would have had a shot from about 55, 60 out from the boundary. Now, I don't think she would have got it. No one probably thought she would have. She probably didn't think she could. But why didn't she get the opportunity to have a shot? Oh, I was a bit confused by that. She did get the free, did she? And if she didn't, that just more shows the shit umpiring there's been. Um, I'd want to hope she did. And that, that's just embarrassing. Now, Dakota Davidson hurt her knee late in the third quarter, didn't play in the last quarter. Who's their energizer bunny, as you would call it? Um, good for a couple of goals a game and loves a goal celebration, as we've seen. And I've witnessed in person when against Hawthorne at Frank's in that game that I went to for a Brisbane game. And uh, she loves a goal celebration. So she could be a big out if she does miss. Um, signs aren't extremely bad, but she's in doubt, but not severely in doubt as of right now. So I'm sure we'll find out tomorrow how her progression has gone. And hopefully for her, she gets in and hopefully for the Lions because she's their best forward. So they would hope that she plays. Now, I'll go through some possible a possible in that I think may happen if she was to miss when we get to the preview in the grand final part. But, yeah, for the Geelong, they miss Sally Friswell um, through delayed concussion. Um, but, you know, for Brisbane and Geelong... Isabel Dawes was terrific. So was Ali Anderson and Ola O'Dwyer. I thought, I thought Ola, Ola O'Dwyer was clearly the best player on the ground for the game and for Brisbane. And Isabel Dawes was terrific as well. As I said, Ali Anderson as well. Georgie Pasparkas and Darcy Maloney and Nina Morrison are some of the better players. And, Mika- and I thought Michaela Bowen held her head high and did a good job. Amy McDonald. Um, kicked three goals last week, and this week she wasn't at her best. Um, she did, to her credit, to back it up in the part back half of the game, but quiet in the first quarter or two. Um, so I'm sure she'll be disappointed, but it wasn't the reason why they lost. Um, I thought Pally Hickey did all right in the ruck for Brisbane. She'll have a big job this week against the Roos ruck and King and Rennie. So, um, it. Good job for Brisbane in the end to get the win, and they go to their fifth grand final appearance. But they have to travel now to Icon Park because of the Roos beating the Crows. And that's the next game we're going to go through. The Roos 32, Adelaide 31. Great to see, great to be there. And 
Great to see North get the job done. A new team getting into the grand final. And Bruce Adelaide not getting in for their fifth to- appearance as well. Um, great to see North getting in there for their first ever grand final. And pretty much every player on that list, basically, or pretty much all of them, will be playing their first AFLW grand final, which is great to see. And I mentioned earlier, Neve Martin, great story. You know, as I said, been picked up a month or two before the season starts. Play takes her time, bides her time playing scrimmage matches, and then to make a debut in like round, ooh, what would have been round six or seven, whenever they played Adelaide at Arden Street, and then played every game since. Play a prelim yesterday, have her parents fly over, which that story is good in itself, um, and surprise her at home here, and then yeah, to play every week. It's a great story for her. Hopefully. Martin goes well in the granny this week. Erica O'Shea, um, her good mate um, and fellow Irish woman as well. Good story for her. She signed a recently a two or three year extension at the Ruse. Jazz Garner signed a four year extension. She won the inaugural Scripps AFW medal. Um, she'll be up there in all awards tonight. Um, great story for her as well. Um, Jess Ferguson, Alice O'Loughlin, Taylor Gatt, who was fantastic yesterday again. Uh, Talia Randall stepped up when it mattered in the second half. She was bloody awesome. Sheila had a moment. Kate Sheila had a moment as well. Did well. Um, Emma Carney was ill and still performed well. Sarah Wright and Jazz Ferguson in tandem in defence did terrific. Um, both with marking, intercepting, and everything like that, tackling, pressure, and all that. Um, so they'll be two key defenders to watch out for for the Lions next week. Oh, this week, sorry. Um, in the grand final. But, yeah, Ash Riddell, can't forget her. She's always good, racking it up, doing well. And she also pulled well in my scripts medal. Um, but, yeah, I feel oh, I'll get to that actually in the next part of the, the previewing part. I won't go through who the ins and outs. Jenna Bruton, I can I cannot forget Jenna Bruton. Jenna Bruton was fantastic yesterday. She was clearly, clearly the best on ground for me. I know Danielle Ponta kicked three and was good. And so was Neve Kelly, who was the Crows' best. But Jenna Bruton is a brute of a player, a gun player, star player, and always flies under the radar. You know, when you've got Garner and Riddell in that midfield, and even Mia King, Jenna Bruton doesn't get as recognised as much. And probably because you've got Garner and Riddell in that midfield and other big names in the team around. She flies under the radar. Very noticeable with the pink hair, a very good player, and flies under the radar. When I had Bella Eddie on, we were speaking about this, and we, uh, we discussed on the podcast, go check that out if you haven't already, and we spoke about, you know, Jenna Bruton flying under the radar, and now she has to have been noticed by, oh, I've known that she's been a good player for a while, but and so does the Ruse people, girls and staff, coaches, Crocker as well, but the wider AFW fan base need to realise that she actually is really, really good herself. So right on to Jenna Bruton, who was a brute and had a great performance yesterday, 28 disposals, seven tackles, three marks. She was very, very, very good, Jenna Bruton. Uh, Neve Kelly was the Crows' best player by far. Stevie Lee Thompson started the game off well in the first half, mainly in the first quarter and a bit. But after that, Neve Kelly stole the show. And you saw in my vlog, and if you haven't seen the Insta Facebook last three minutes post, you see Neve Kelly everywhere taking marks, taking kicks. Um, she was bloody good. And I saw her after games, I said, and um, obviously they're all disappointed, but they'll be back up there again next year for sure. 
But it's the Roos, and I'm happy for the Roos to get there. And uh, I go to play at Icon Park again next this week, this Sunday, 2.30 p.m. Victorian time at Icon Park against the Brisbane Lions. All righty. Let's now go preview the grand final, the 2023 AFLW grand final this Sunday, 2.30 p.m. Victorian time at Icon Park in Victoria. It is the North Melbourne Footy Club in their first ever grand final appearance against the Brisbane Lions in their fifth grand final appearance. Will the Lions win another premiership or the Roos win their maiden premiership in their maiden grand final appearance? Hopefully for the Roos they can. Now, who am I going to go for? You're going to have to find out at the very end. I'm going to go through some key matchups. So for North Melbourne, I feel that they should stay unchanged. If there's going to be any changes, any, I feel that the only change there could be is if they want to go small or if they want to go tall. It all depends on that. If there's one change that I feel could happen, and it's a big if, that would be that Ruby Tripodi could be one that comes in, um, if anyone. But I don't see any changes for the North Melbourne Football Club. The, the only changes I've said that could happen is for Amy Smith, but I don't think that it happened. Um, I think the Roos will stick with what they got. They've known to be make minimal changes when ne- uh, if only if necessary. So I think that'll be the changes. Hopefully there's no heartbreak stories of anyone going out. But I think the Roos will remain unchanged. And if need be, Ruby Tripodi would be the next in, I would ex- expect. Um, but, yeah. So in terms of, that's the ins and outs. I'll get back to North in a second. So for Brisbane, Dakota Davidson up forward, obviously their best key forward. If she was to miss, there's probably really only one name that sticks to mind who is a small forward, who has a, only played a few games. It's Caitlin Wendland. I think she would be the only one that could probably get into the team. Feel of the fact there's a forward and there's not many options and Dakota Davidson's hard to replace. But if you want to place her with a forward, Caitlin Wendland could be who that is if there is to be a change. But if, if it's not, Caitlin and Dakota's out. It's going to be a real tough choice. You could raffle up over pretty much anyone else that's available in the team. So I would say it'd be Caitlin Wendland. Now, some key matchups. Um, as I said earlier, Sarah Ride and Jazz Ferguson were absolutely awesome with their veteran defender and Emma Carney in defence and Erica O'Shea. So if Dakota Davison was to play, I feel like Jazz Ferguson will be the matchup that Dakota gets, and that'd be a good matchup to watch. Um, in the midfield side of things for the Roos, the matchups with Garner and Riddell and Bruton and King and Taylor Gadd and, Osh- and Lulu Puller. It's going to be real interesting matchups there in the midfield with the Brisbane midfield. Um, obviously, with the Brisbane midfield, you'll have Isabel Dawes, Sark, Ali Anderson. Sophie Conway, Jade Allinger, Ola Ojwaya might push through there on the wing as well. So there's some of their midfield matchups. It's going to be a really good midfield battle. I mentioned before with the Roos defenders with O'Shea and um, Ferguson and Wright and Kurt Carney in particular. You're going to have, as I said, Dakota Davis and probably get Jess Ferguson. And then you've got Lily Postlewaite, Sophie Conway, Taylor Smith, Courtney Hodder. So there's going to be some real interesting matchups there. Charlotte Mullins as well. So in that forward line for the Brisbane Lions. So that's going to be a really interesting line there. Then obviously the ruse forwards of the small forwards of Neve Martin, um, 
and Lulu Puller as well. Nicole Breshnan. You got uh, Alice, o- Alice O'Loughlin, who's a gun forward. You got Shearlaw and Randall as the tools with Emma King as well. And Rennie, if she's in the ruck. So, Ballaretti. So, it's going to be that's good forward line matchups. And then with the Brisbane defence, you got Poppy Bolts, Jennifer Dunn, Conan the skipper, Nat Grider, Shannon Campbell as well. So, it's going to be some interesting matchups. In this grand final, I expect to be no changes for both sides. If Dakota Davidson's out, I would say Caitlin Wenland is the end. If there is a change at North, I think Ruby Tripodi would be the one that comes in. But I think predict no changes for the Roos and no changes for the Lions. My tip, best on ground for me, is it's generally always a midfielder. I mean, I could do the safe option and go Garner or Riddell or Ali Anderson, but I'm not going to pick any of them. I'm going to go the Brute, Jenna Bruton, is my prediction for the best on ground in the AFLW Grand Final, which then also means I'm very likely tipping North Melbourne, and that's the case. I'm tipping North Melbourne in their home state to win their maiden premiership in their maiden Grand Final appearance by five points. North Melbourne, for me, by five points to win to what to win what would be their inaugural AFLW Premiership in their inaugural AFLW Grand Final appearance. Kang is by five for me. And it'd be great to see because, you know, Brisbane and Adelaide and Melbourne, they're always the teams that are winning. Good to see someone different. Finally, we've got a new team in the finals, in the one of the two teams in the granny. So I'm going to tip the Ruse by five points. Thank you for watching this episode. Um, stay tuned for next week's episode. Um, and some more AFW content around it throughout the week as well, and interviews, Gold King challenges, etc. They won't stop if the season stopped. There'll still be some more content as well. And as I said earlier, I'll be covering the draft, AFW draft and trade period as well. So there'll still be more videos and posts and everything like that, um, and some other stuff which I can't say yet. So thank you for watching. Till next time, everyone have a great one. The most important thing of all to remember is go the Saints, and of course acknowledge me the one, and for one night only. I will be barracking for the North Melbourne Football Club this Sunday. Kanga, kanga, kanga. Roo, roo, roo.